It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder gets set for a very, very fun weekend. Mark admits that there's no rotation at all. Isaiah Rowe played great against the Lakers. How can he build on that? what to watch for against the Warriors, power ranking roundups, and what's happening with these G League assignments as Trey Mann goes down to the Oklahoma City Blue. All of that and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder, the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me over on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles on Locked On Podcast Network at LO Thunderpod for the Twitter account on the show. Email the show, hellothunderpodgmail.com. And today's show, we're at T by McDonald's. We're going to dive into Trey Mann being assigned to the blue. Isaiah Roby's impressive game against the Lakers. Market made that there's no rotation at all, a power ranking roundup, and a weekend preview for the Thunder as we enter in yet another weekend in the NBA. But this show is brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's is incredible. Proudly serving communities since 1965, McDonald's has been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's the unofficial community center a big thank you to mcdonald's uh, for always being there i'm loving it so again on this show we're gonna talk about mark's comments about the rotation and after the game he was asked about Isaiah roby because if you remember roby hadn't been playing until wednesday against the lakers so he didn't play much on tuesday didn't play much on sunday they even had a dnp in there and on wednesday he got a ton of run so what changed in that look for mark what changed in the rotation and he, fat, he flatly just said, there is no rotation. <laughs> there is no rotation. Uh, it's not, there is no, uh, I think what he means by this is that kind of there is no spreadsheet, right? There's no, there's no hard and fast. We're going to play this guy this many minutes, this guy this many minutes. It kind of ebbs and flows and goes off of feel for the game, which young players playing well, matchup dependent, uh, you know, which young guy is feeling it that night versus not. And it's where you saw the ups and downs of Jerry dominating the first two games of this homestand and playing a ton of minutes and then not playing hardly at all against the Lakers and then vice versa for that role for Isaiah Roby. So there is no true rotation. And for a young team like this, I, th- I think that that's a good thing. I think that for a young team like this to, to be able to be kind of off the cuff, go with the flow, it's beneficial because you can get young guys in different spots and against different matchups and kind of utilize them differently than maybe you would normally. I think that obviously whenever this team is at the point again where they want to contend and they want to compete and they want to go win ba- uh, basketball games, then you're going to need a more structured rotation. You're going to need kind of a, a more rigid format. But for right now, uh, th- this, is a, this is a great way to do business. So it's interesting there. Don't expect any, any uh, 
routine or traditions starting up anytime soon with the Thunder rotation or any expectations for that. Uh, but Isaiah Roby did play well. Uh, he, he deserves uh, a, a ton of praise for that. Barely playing the last two games up until the Lakers game and then plays 16 minutes, goes four or five shooting, one of one from the three-point line, two rebounds and assists, 13 points. Did a fairly good job on AD for as good as you can do against you know guarding AD. Obviously, nobody's going to do a great job guarding AD, but Roby did a fairly good job. Had that amazing shimmy fadeaway bank shot that helped the Thunder uh, kind of put the icing on the cake and kind of extend their lead and and keep them afloat offensively. I, I think that Roby played well, and that's very hard to do. It's very challenging to do, to, to be in a spot where you're not playing, then all of a sudden you're thrown to the fire against the Lakers and you're in the midst of a 26-point comeback and you have to figure it out, and he played very, very well. Now, the big story today was Trey Mann being assigned to the OKC Blue. Now, we've seen this before uh, so far this year with players getting assigned to the Blue and Vit being that player who kind of goes to the Blue and then like in an hour they call him back up. And so on that front, the reason why players are being shuffled in and out right now is because that the, that the Blue are in their training camp period. I told you this before on this podcast earlier this week. In this training camp period, they're going to have them practice with the Blue in the morning and then come on back over to the Paycom Center and, and watch the game and, and be on the bench for the game and be a part of the team. And so I told you that this this week, and then Mark confirmed that today uh, in his in his post-practice media availability. Uh, I think that it's a good thing for the Thunder to have such a benefit of having the Blue in that same vicinity in, in Edmond uh, as Oklahoma City. I think that with this assignment, it'll be longer than than the VIT thing where you're kind of bouncing VIT up and down all the time, and, and VIT will eventually go down for a long period of time. It's easy to do that bouncing up and down whenever both of the teams, the Blue and the Thunder, are in Oklahoma City. Now the Thunder head out for a big road swing where they're going to be playing Saturday, Monday, Thursday, all uh, in California. And I'm not sure their travel plans for that, if they're going to come home in between those games or not. But you know, it, it'll be an instance where tonight, whenever the Blue, whenever the Thunder go to the uh, California Golden State Warriors uh, vicinity, you know, facilities, Trey Mann will not be there. He will not travel with the team on this on this initial trip. Obviously, things can change. There's can be things like injuries that prompt, you know, Trey Mann to get called up. But the plan right now is for him not to be called back up anytime soon, at least. Uh, obviously, eventually the season will be called back up. But for right now, uh, not to be called back up on this road trip. And that he'll stay with Oklahoma City. He'll do the training camp period here. And then next week, games will start, and he'll play in those games. I think that this is a good thing for Trey Mann. If you've listened to this podcast before, I've been talking since draft night about how he should go to the blue, and now he is. Uh, this is just a different environment to be in. And it's not really a demotion. It's a benefit for Trey Mann. Not only can you work on the defense without really mattering if he gets exposed or not, uh, and, and really having a bit more of a cushion, right? G League players are really good basketball players. Like that's, that's a big misconception that they're not good basketball players. They're good basketball players, but they're not LeBron James. They're not these elite NBA players to where you know if, if Trey Mann does make a mistake, there's a little bit more time to recover within the game uh, you know, on the defensive end. The big part here is just the quality of minutes that he can get. Sure, Trey Mann could go out there for 20 minutes with the blue, with the thunder right now. But with the blue, those 20 minutes can be spent with him as the primary ball handler, with him as the facilitator, with him as the go-to guy. That can't happen with the thunder right now. It just can't. So you're going to get better minutes from him with the blue. And it's, it's what I've said for the last month. He's already having to adjust to so much. The size difference, he's a kind of an undersized guard a little bit. The size difference is something to adjust to. The pace is something to adjust to. 
the athletic ability of these players is another thing to adjust to. You don't want to throw on to him another adjustment in changing his play style. And so you avoid that by putting with a blue and letting him play his play style while getting caught up to speed with NBA caliber players, which is what the with which is what the G League is. So I like this move by the blue and the thunder. I like this assignment. I think it'll be there at least for the first couple of, of games. And don't be surprised if you see players with the blue for blue home games and this and the double headers. We have 14 double headers this year where the blue and the thunder play at the Paycom Center on the same day. And I would say for each of those double headers, guys like Trey Mann and Vit will be called back up and not really to play both games, not, not to play for the blue and play for the thunder, but just to feel a part of the team and, and to feel uh, you know a part of the thunder still, which is what they do with Vit. Well, Vit got sent down, called back up, and they did that as a formality to be able to let him dress for the game. But Vit didn't play for the thunder whenever he got called back up. He was just there to be a part of the atmosphere, a part of the team. And so I think that that will happen each and every time that the thunder – uh, you know, kind of play home games whenever the blue play home games as well. So get used to it. You're going to see a lot of notifications for myself and every other media member uh, whenever they keep sending us the, the up and down report for the for the blue. They're going to use it a lot. It's tr- it's clear. And Mark says, to you know, you got to remember to adjust your mindset because last year we kind of got out of that G League mold, you know, and, and G League mode a bit because the G League had a 12-game bubble stretch that was just kind of nothing. Uh, but he says last year, Roby, Poku, Malon, they, Jerome, they all would have been up and down all the time from the blue. And you can also go back to last year's roster. Moses Brown would have been up and down all the time from last year's roster. And all these players have been bouncing back and forth the entire season. They couldn't utilize it that way last year because of the bubble. But this year, it's back to being used that way. And so it's not a demotion. It's just kind of a different uh, minute load for Trey Man and a different way to utilize him. So I really like what the Thunder are doing. I think it's a good decision. We're going to talk more coming up about this weekend, uh, the power ranking roundup and the Warriors preview for this game. But first, once here right now, but good friends over at McDonald's. McDonald's is incredible. You all know about McDonald's. McDonald's is sponsoring today's podcast. It's a proud server of our communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been there and more than just one place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and families can reconnect a place where classmates can meet up for a city group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team, or the away team can come and recharge. It's the place you always look forward to stopping on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. Look, McDonald's is incredible because you can go there for the Wi-Fi, which is good Wi-Fi there. But also, who doesn't love a good McDonald's breakfast? You know, sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, my personal favorite from McDonald's. You can go get yourself that. A spicy McChicken is awesome as well. What's your favorite McDonald's meal? Let me know on Twitter at Rowland underscore Styles. So head on over to your local McDonald's right now. Go there right now and refuel and reconnect. Some of you right now are listening to this this great podcast in your car, through through your Bluetooth speakers in your car. Go ahead and pull over that McDonald's. I know you see one pretty soon. Go ahead and pull over to McDonald's right now. Get yourself some McDonald's. Uh, and we might even have a Locked on Thunder watch party in McDonald's sometime soon. But up, 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 uh, I'm loving it. McDonald's is incredible. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? 
Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your daily routine, your daily listen, your first listen every single morning. We're here for you every single day talking Thunder basketball. So subscribe anywhere on all platforms for free, including on YouTube. We're here for you every single day, and we are cranking out this Thunder content. So we talked about Trey Mann going down the blue. It's no big deal there. Again, it's just a difference. And, and, and you might wonder why is he going down there now if the season doesn't start for another week? Well, you have to think to yourself, for a young player who has so much, you know, so much of a need to develop and so much room to develop, what is more beneficial to Trey Mann? Playing nine minutes on Saturday and you know, 10 minutes on Monday and then not playing again until the blue start you know, Friday, or just heading there right now, not traveling and just having high intensive workouts and, and, and practices and training camp with the blue right now. I think that oftentimes we all get caught up in the, in the, what we can see aspect of it, but you can do just as much developing, if not more with the stuff that we can't see. So the, the highly intensive workouts and highly intensive you know, training camps will be good for Trey man just as much or really, really better than the 10 minutes he could play tomorrow night against Golden State. So I, I, I like this move by the Thunder. Now, the power-making roundups are simple. The Thunder are ranked dead last all the way around on all these outlets. And there's just some awful Thunder takes out there right now. Like, there's takes that the Thunder have been taking for three years. Folks, we're, we're barely into year two of them tanking and rebuilding, right? They Less than a calendar year ago, they were in the playoffs getting bounced you know, but, but getting bounced, but in the seventh, uh, you know, seventh game of the first round, whenever Lou Dort was blocked by James Harden, if James Harden didn't block that shot, which is one of the only times Harden's ever played defense in his life, then all of a sudden uh, this team could be in the second round that year in the bubble. It, it's just, it's insane. And the best thing to do is not listen, honestly, because let me tell you, these media members, these people who just are basketball talking heads, let me let you in on a little secret. They're not watching the games, right? Like we have this idea that all these media members from a national standpoint are watching every game of every team. No, they're not. There are very few people out there who seriously take the time to go watch games the next day, the next morning, the next afternoon, and, and find a way to watch every game at some point. Very few. Like the, you can count that on your fingertips, right? The vast majority of people watch like two games a night, and you can guess which two they are, and then they move on. And so they have to think of and create these narratives to run with, these buzzwords. That's all they are. They're buzzwords, right? Okay, what's the easy joke? Oh, they shut down SGA last year. That's been a buzzword for almost a year now. And no matter how many how many facts you put in front of them, it doesn't matter because they're just crutching on that buzzword. So you shouldn't take anyone's opinion seriously on this team who don't put the work in to know this team. And you know who those people are. So you know who you should trust. And anyone else, don't even, don't even let it bother you, right? Whenever somebody tells you the 
the Charlotte Hornets built it the right way and the Thunder are not building it the right way, that should expose them for who they are. Frauds that know nothing about basketball. Whenever somebody tries to use scare tactics tactics to you and tells you this Thunder team is going to move if they don't if they don't figure out how to win games soon, they're they're just lazy. That's all they are. They're lazy. They want to be in the spotlight. They want to be talking as a basketball, but they don't want to put the work in. They're lazy. That's a scare tactic. Let me tell you how relocation works. Number one, the Thunder could sell the team to somebody from a different state who clearly has an agenda to move it there, as the Seahawks, as the Sonics did, to, to sell to Oklahomans who want to move it here. That's number one. Number two, which is also what happened in Seattle. So Seattle had both these things go against them. The taxpayers could decide whenever it's time to build a new arena that they don't want to pay for it. And that can cause teams to move and relocate. That's two things that went against Seattle, which is why they lost your team. That had nothing to do with losing. If losing was the merit to how to lose your team, Sacramento would be out of there by now. That has nothing to do with it. Nothing at all. And furthermore, as we saw on Wednesday, the fan base is still going to show up and support the team. Is it going to be sold out every single night? Is it going to be a night uh, nights like it was back in the prime? No, it's not. Not until they get good again. But it's still going to have enough support. But again, selling tickets doesn't really matter at all. We overinflate how important we are as, as, a, as a fan, right? Turning off the television, not buying tickets, doesn't really matter. What matters is taxpayers funding stadiums and owners just simply wanting to keep you know, keep organizations where they're at. That's all that matters. That's it. And relocation doesn't happen every five seconds. Like these people act like it's going to happen so soon. Or if, or if Russell Westbrook wasn't here, they would have moved a long time ago. No, they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't have. Let me tell you something. I find it hard to believe Oklahomans wouldn't pay for New Arena because Oklahomans have worked too hard to put this city on the map and this state on the map and, and legitimize this city. And that doesn't happen without the, without the thunder. The maps projects, they're not going to just let this up and leave. So there's no reason to even hypoth- you know, hypothetical about that or, or, or make those claims. It's lazy narratives. And you should stay away from people who just use lazy narratives. And they shouldn't control how you feel or get angry. right? I know it's hard. Trust me, it's hard. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like This team's not going to move. The Thunder are not doing something evil. The Thunder are doing something that, that every team does at some point in their career. right? Folks, right now, the only thing you're seeing on Twitter is the Bulls are back. The Knicks are back. Back? That means that they sucked at one point. And not only do they suck, they aimlessly sucked. At least the Thunder have a plan. At least the Thunder have an identity, have a formula, have a philosophy. They're not just wandering around the world that we're under sucking for 20 years. To be back, by the very nature of saying the Bulls and Knicks are back, you're admitting at one time they sucked. And the Thunder have only been bad for two years. This is going to be year two of them being bad. They'll be bad again next year. There's no surprise about that. By the very nature of just being young, even if they get the best lottery luck of all time next year, and even if that Clippers pick becomes incredibly juicy, right? They're still going to be bad because they're going to be so young next year. And then after that, they're going to start the building pieces. They're going to start the building blocks. And this idea that you should trade SGA and, and Lou Dork, it's unfair to have good players on bad teams. Well, then how are bad teams supposed to ever get good again? 
If every time they get a good player, it's unfair to them. So, that, so you got to trade them. You got to move them on to another good team. That makes no sense. And these same people will cry about parity. People are stupid. People are lazy and people don't put the work in. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. There are only a few people who put the work in in this market to understand this team and you know who they are and you should follow them and support them and ignore the rest. As hard as it is, as difficult as it is, ignore the rest. So this weekend will be pretty fun for the Thunder. Number one, it's Halloween. Let me know what you're going to do for Halloween and when you're going to do Halloween because Halloween's on a Sunday. Are you going to do stuff on a Sunday? You're going to do it on a Saturday? Let me know your Halloween plans on Twitter at Rallinosquistouse. The Thunder play on uh, on Saturday at 7.30 in Golden State against the Warriors. Sunday, they're off. Monday, they play the Clippers in LA. Then they're off Tuesday and Wednesday and play the Lakers on Thursday in LA. So two straight games at Staples Centers. And then Sunday, after an off day, Friday, Saturday, they'll come back to Oklahoma City in the Paycom Center and play the Spurs. That's the week ahead for the Thunder, and that's what you have to look forward to for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think that this will be an interesting game Saturday. I'm interested to see how they respond to that highly emotional Lakers game. We all know that next Thursday could have fireworks, right? Like we, we know in this market what a pissed off Russell Westbrook looks like, and they'll likely be pretty upset on, on Thursday, you would imagine. And there's going to be moments where, you know, with this switching small ball defense that basically gets switched on to rest, that'll be pretty fun. But coming up, we're going to preview this Warriors game. But first, once here right now, we're good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off of your next order. They are fascinating. They're incredible. They taste great. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your next order. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. They're all amazing. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. If you don't want to trust my recommendation, you can get a mixed box, which is all their flavors, two of each of them. You can try them all out and then reorder your favorite flavors of Built Bar. Built Bar, amazing protein bar, tastes like a candy bar, and it's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. I want to say right now, but your friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportbook experts. It's where the game starts, BetOnline.ag. You can go there right now, sign up today for a free account, and on that free account, you can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, promo code locked on, or receive that bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right up to your favorite Vegas casino games. You can try it all out at betonline.ag. And coming up, we'll have our bet for Saturday's game against the Golden State Warriors from betonline.ag. We're back on Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Now, let's preview this Warriors game. Obviously, it's Friday. There's no injury report yet. We'll have the injury report tonight and throughout the um, next couple of hours, so stay tuned on Twitter for that, at Rylan underscore Styles. But what to watch for? I want to see how this team defend Steph Curry. That's going to be interesting, as always. But I'm really fascinated by the energy this team has because Yet a few games off after an emotional game against the Lakers, did they come out a little flat or did they come out on cloud nine after their first one of the year, uh, an emotional, uh, hugely, hugely, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Galvanizing. Is that a word? Togetherness win against the LA Lakers. Uh, you know, it's a great win. 
How do they respond to that? And the biggest storyline. And every game, there's you know, there's one reason to watch. There's at least one reason to watch and one big reason to watch. The big reason to watch tonight, you know, on Saturday night, the big reason to be laser-focused on this game, whenever you could be watching college football, it could be out at Halloween parties. The big reason to watch this game is how Darius Baisley builds on the best game of his career. Because the next step for him is, is not the flashes. He's shown flashes so his whole career of being a highly important, legitimate, good basketball player. He's shown flashes of that. He's shown flashes of being somebody who you should help build around this team. Is he going to be your number one option? No. Number two option? No. But still a player that you should build around and a part of the core. He's shown those flashes. What he hasn't shown, though, is consistency. He's got to build on that great game. How does he do that against Golden State? And then we mentioned before, you know, the top of the show, that there's no rotation, that, that there's just no rotation at all from Mark, and it's all kind of just you know up and down based on the matchup, based on the game, based on everything that goes into to the thought process on the sidelines. It's kind of it's kind of a rotation in real time, right? It's not pre-planned. I think that that's the better way to say it. There's no pre-planned rotation. Once you get into the to the game and see what's happening, the situations, then you can start to see a, see a rotation form for that specific game. Now, with these days off, you would imagine you're going to have both your veterans, Derek Favors and Mike Muscala, plus Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Isaiah Roby. You have all these bigs at your disposal, and Muscala's been a part of your best lineups this year. Favors is a veteran. Roby's been in and out of the rotation. Jeremiah Robinson Earl's been the same way. You know, have had his first time really out of the rotation the last game. How do you manage them? How do you manage the fully the full arsenal of bigs? That's another story I'm fascinated with. I want to see a lot of Jerry minutes. That's kind of my guy to watch for. Your guy might be Isaiah Roby. Your guy might be, you want to see more Roby. Like that's what I mean by this team being so interesting because we can all go and pick our guys who, we, who we'd rather see play minutes. There's no true wrong answer in any of it. But the better the day, brought to you by our good friends over at Bellend.ag, is Oklahoma City plus 13 and a half. I think they're coming out on fire uh, and come out with a good attitude and a and a kind of big, big spirit game from the Thunder, and they'll keep it close. I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to lose the game, but I think that they will keep it within 13 and a half points. The money ball pick, which is who will lead the team in three-pointers made. I have Lou Dort leading the team in three-pointers made for the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Golden State Warriors. Thank you for listening to Lockdown Thunder. Subscribe for free on all platforms. We're here for you every single day on the Lockdown Thunder podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. For your second listen, we'll listen to Lockdown Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd has you covered for all your fantasy needs to get you on the right foot to start your fantasy season. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore styles. Until next time, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 